Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wunter. Thank you for listening. This is the ninth initiation. We've been talking about our transformation and transmutation of the energy fields, and I continue to marvel at the timing that we are experiencing as we enter into 2020 and all the planetary transits, all the massive changes that we're experiencing from a third dimension here on Earth, as well as our soul transformation or soul changes. So let's talk a little bit about the ninth initiation. And this is really about transcending universal laws. And there are universal laws. You know, one of the universal laws is that everything vibrates. Everything is energy. Everything interacts. There's another universal law of polarity. So this is about transcending universal law. And during during this, what I call the ninth initiation, our universal belief systems really become um, challenged <laughs> and they are becoming challenged right now. But this is also a time that we start to really activate uh, the strands of the DNA and they become connected. We don't really have all the fibers of the knowledge, but there's activation and all karma of a universal nature must be released during this initiation. Now let's think about that for just a moment. If all karma of a universal nature, following these universal laws, must be released, that's a lot of work. And sometimes, you know, here on earth, in our, in our human bodies, we think about things in third dimension. We think about them time-wise. We think about, well, this could be a three-month thing, or this could be a two-hour meditation. But these are all event-based. And if you are releasing trauma or you're releasing just beliefs about about yourself, your family, your, your upbringing, you know, anything from a universal standpoint, that could take lifetimes. It could take a lifetime. It could take years, and it's all event based. It's not time based. So, there's. It's not simply you can do a quick meditation and work through this. A meditation or an activation might loosen up or or give you access to those cellular memories, those universal things. But you still have to do the work. And the truth is, is that that information or those events are going to be triggered. Yeah, especially during this time when we're we're kind of in this lockdown situation, we're really forced to to see and to focus the things that we we don't like as well as the things that we do like. So let's run through. I'm going to run through um, really seven of the laws because this is really hitting us in those areas. These are really two huge segments of our soul that are being shaken up and are doing this work right now. So 
Law number one, the, the law of separation from God, or the separation, the understanding that we are all one, is we begin to go deeper into our spiritual understanding, our emotional understanding, our filter understanding, as we open ourselves up to those things outside of us and within us, because you know we, we have a tendency to focus on those things outside of us, but this is really about focusing on the internal. This is having that deep sense of unity with one. And you could use the term God, you can use the term universe, you can use the term one, whatever is comfortable with you. But it's the, the deep, immense sense that you have this connection with sorts. You understand that you are a co-creator at this universal level and you begin to understand or you understand the powerful energy that you are, the light that you contain, the vibration that you have and how you can shift that vibration to create and so you become that co-creator and that becomes very magical because there's just the peace and calm that comes over you. And, and even when things come about that you don't expect or you didn't plan on or you, you honestly believe you didn't ask for them because you don't like them and they're uncomfortable, you can look at it and have that understanding that at some point in your being, could be past lifetime, it could be part of a karmic thing that you have going on, but at some point you sent that message or that vibration out to the universe and it's simply the universe delivering it to you. And when you understand that you did that, you stop really being that victim. You, you stop looking external to somebody else created this or caused this. And you really get that control or that power, or that sense of compass within yourself. And you can look at it. It's like, okay, I learned that. I, I don't like this. I get it. I must not have been so quite as spiritually aware when I sent this message out into the universe and I'm at a higher vibration now, so I'm just not going to do that again. But it's it's understanding that you have that ability to co-create. And the piece that's magical is with that is you don't look at God or universe or or source as being something external to you. It you really look at that as being part of you and you are part of it. And so therefore you have an expansive understanding and awareness of how how a part of everything you are. And I've said this with this COVID-19 that we're experiencing now, we're really needing to be aware of how we impact others. I mean simply our breathing is impacts others. Our breathing has the potential of impacting others. And so we think we can't see our breath. Well, think about our emotions or our vibration. We also can't see our vibrations our, or our emotions, but those also have an impact on everybody else. And so we have this awareness that absolutely everything, every interaction, it's based on a vibration and the interaction with the universe. And we can shift that at any given point. Law two is the law of energetic balance. It's the thing or the energy that keeps 
our energetic pendulum within the experience of duality. So being in the middle, not everything is bad, not everything is good. There is that balance in between. And as we transcend and as we understand our energy, we're brought to a deeper level of harmony and balance and the understanding that good is good, but so is bad. And so therefore, you have that balance. And tied in with law one, if you're feeling you're in the state of what you might call bad, you have that ability to shift it. But we find we're more in this balance. We find more calm, more peace, even when there are times when there might feel like there's chaos happening around us, we have this inner balance. And what comes to mind for me is when I was in corporate America and as an IT leader, I've had some situations in my corporate life where I would have water damage in these huge monstrous computer systems, or I had a data center that started on fire, or I had another data center that all the air conditioning went out on it. And so I can speak very calmly about that, but it is in those times that I maintained my calm. As a leader, I maintained the calm, the balance, the steadiness for everyone else. But it was also important for me. It wasn't just a show for others. It wasn't just something I did for my team, my staff, those that were panicked, you know, the the, the company or the, the people that had impact, impacted at that time. It was also for me really important to stay in that balance. And so when we when we look at events in our life right now, and when things are swirling all around us, are you coming into that, that harmony and that balance? Are you finding that place of peace and calm? Can you allow things to happen around you? And you have that spark, that moment of like, oh my gosh, but then you settle right back into, this is going to be okay. And you have that sense that everything's going to be okay because you have that connection with source, with God, with universe, but you also have this understanding that you can shift the energy. You've got control or power over how this energy moves. And even in those situations where the event is external, I'll use my corporate examples, you know, those are, those are events. Once the, the fire was there and it, and it burnt up the equipment or once the temperatures started rising up the data center, that's an external event. And I have to problem solve that, right? And in the world that we're experiencing now, if we've lost a job, if we're having to work from home, those are events and we have to problem solve that. But I'll tell you, the human spirit is magnificent. We are magnificently creative. And anybody that tells me they're not creative, I say absolutely you are because as humans, we have to be thinking on our feet. We have to be agile and resilient and be in that space of creativity so that we can maneuver, so that we can survive and thrive through life. So law two is all about being in balance. And that is really important for us right now where we are is finding that, that place in the middle. Law three the law of karma or indebtedness is transmuted. And I'm just going to ask a question. How many of you listening to this really don't like owing anybody anything? Somebody might maybe buy you a coffee and you feel indebted 
or you feel you need to owe them back, or you wonder why would they want to do that for me? Many of us feel this place of uncomfortableness when somebody wants to do something for us. And as we move into law three, that law of karma or indebtedness becomes transmuted and it transcends. So our sense of owing one another to subsist ourselves gets released. We understand that in the balance or in in our karmic paying back or karmic gathering, whatever whichever way you look at it, that there's not an emotion to it. There's not a ulterior motive. We don't feel debted or we don't feel obligated. And there's peace with that. Law number four is the law of coming and going. It's a universal po policy that souls can come together for a specific event or a specific length of time or incarnation. And then they must separate to experience other encounters with other souls. I mean, think about it. If we were always with the same people every single lifetime, it might get boring. It might get too comfortable. We might not evolve. And certainly we want to have the experiences that we have when we're exposed to other souls. So that's the magic of when we see relationships come and go into our in and out of our lives. This is a time too that we're also experiencing souls that are really destined to come together to complete tasks on earth and allowing them to do it without restriction. And the really cool thing about this is Let's say you were a healer in a past lifetime and you were restricted due to society norms or society beliefs or just other other things. Maybe you were female and only the men could do that. Whatever the reason is, you were resigned at the soul level to come back and complete a task, maybe to heal people or help the planet Earth, whatever that, that is. Maybe you wanted to be a teacher and could never be a teacher because of your social status or gender or that type of thing. But you've come back into this lifetime to complete a task. And so that's why many, so many people are asking, like, what's my purpose? Because we feel like we came here on a mission. And many of you came here during this time, not only to learn and to evolve your own soul and, and to understand, understand the soul and how we interact with other relationships and other souls. But you came here in the masses to participate in things. Let's say right now we're in a global pandemic. So there are souls that signed up to, to participate in certain ways in this lifetime. Let's say they might be a nurse or a first responder or you might be a clerk in a store, but you signed up to participate in a particular way, whether it was to help, whether it was to educate, whether it was to heal. There are more souls now in this lifetime ever that are really pushing to come together to complete tasks. And when I say complete, it's because maybe you've tried to do that in past lifetimes. I mean, we read about all these these epidemics and 
um, these epidemics that, that moved through the bubonic plague, the, the 1918 Spanish flu. I mean, we could just go through and maybe you had a role in that lifetime or a family member in that lifetime, and you've come back to have a different role in this lifetime. So there's different reasons that we experience things in our lifetime. It's not always for our soul experience or expansion. It could be for the global consciousness or the collective consciousness or the soul group consciousness that you're in. But I'm just saying that right now, this law of coming and going is we're coming together with our soul groups with purpose. It's, it's not, it's not feeling like it's nilly willy. Like we're just meeting up with people at random because it's fun. We're meeting up with purpose and this lifetime is important. So if you are one that's asking, you know, curious about what my purpose is or why have I experienced all these things in my life? It could be that you have multiple purposes. You have multiple reasons. You have multiple roles that you've played. And this is the lifetime that you're just getting them all done. So you don't get to just be, let's say, a farmer that's doing crops out in the pioneer age. You have more that you have have purposeful things to accomplish right now. And life law five and six are tied together because law, law five deals with the law of female inferiority and law six deals with the law of male superiority. And the feminine energies are strong now. It's it's uh, the energy that we're in. But over time, this is, this is not just this lifetime. In fact, it's over lifetimes. The feminine energies and the skills of the feminine energies. I'm not talking gender because you could be you could be a man and you could have beautiful skills and gifts in art or healing, but those skills have been devalued. And the masculine energies and skills have been overvalued with and I'm talking about within the universe, within the universe as well as on planet Earth. And this is coming into balance. So we think about our experience here on planet Earth because that's what we walk upon every day. But I'm talking grandier, grand, going beyond planet Earth. I'm talking about the universe. And so as law five and six transcend, it allows for more of a balance between the masculine and the feminine within. I don't care if you're man or woman. I'm talking about energy and it, and the requirement of those things coming more into balance. And there are going to be those that aren't ready for that. They could be female and not ready for that. They could be male and not ready for that. But they're they're fighting this surge of feminine energy and valuing the skills of the feminine energy. So let's talk about some of the feminine energy is more about intuition. It's nesting, it's love and calm and peace, it's nurturing, it is art, it is, I don't know if I mentioned healing, but it's, it's, those are the attributes of the, of just the feminine energy. And so it's allowing that in. And so if I, I think about, I, I have a couple male friends that are very strong masculine energy and they're sheltering in place and they're really struggling with it because they feel like they have to be getting out and doing something. I'm not doing anything. And I smile, you know, when I talk to them, I'm like, well, you know, 
where's that creative side within you? You know, can you build something? Can you problem solve something? How about if you sit and read or just take an extra hour and go sit outside? Those are all more of the, the feminine energy and not always having to do something or conquer something and, or, or have something that you have a tangible result at the end. And so we're all struggling in this. I, I, I don't want to pick on the guys. Um, because again, I'm talking about energy, the feminine and the masculine energy. I'm not talking about gender. And so if you're struggling with one or the other, just pay attention that this is a time for those, those energy, energetic bodies to come into play. And law seven, law seven speaks about good and evil, the evil. This is about polarity, light and dark. And as this law is transcended, the tendency to see the world in black and white, good and evil, good and evil, <laughs> my evil, my eagle spirit is coming in and wanting to speak. But seeing, seeing that polarity, we're coming more into balance and we need to see a portion of the dark side. We need to see the dark side in order to see the balance in the light side. We need to understand that balance. And so as this transcends, we have it we do have a tendency. We we have a tendency to want to put it on this side of the, the room or that side of the room. But with this being the seventh law, and, and think about all the laws that I spoke to earlier, this is about bringing in balance. This is about understanding that we are all one um, and that we have this power. This is about balance. This is about not being indebted, you know, the, the karma pieces. This is about our soul groups coming together. And of course, the balance. Are you getting the theme on this? Everything's about balance and about understanding that there has to be bad to have good and there has to be good to have bad and and that's all in in balance but it's really embracing that it's embracing the dark side oftentimes we don't want, want to talk about that if we've got hidden things about us that we don't like about us like let's say it's attributes about us that we don't like we don't like to share we don't like people to know those things about us this is a time that we get to embrace those and we get to accept those and we get to understand them because you really can't let them go. You really can't heal them until you embrace them, you expose them. You don't have to share them, but you have to accept them and honor them. They are part of you. So you can't just avoid them or ignore them because like a child, you can't avoid or ignore. Otherwise, it will want to be seen. Okay, so if you have pieces about yourself that you don't like and you keep avoiding doing that work, this would be a time that it is going to rear its head and want to be seen because it wants to be healed. It wants to be recognized. It wants to be honored. So that's part of this transmuting of the energy. So in this ninth initiation, and this are transcending, we're going through all these steps. I hope that Sharing the seven laws has shed some light for you on what you might be experiencing now in this this time of sheltering in place and kind of what the world is showing you and maybe some of the things that you are feeling. This is Lori Wondra. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, 
please visit www.yourlifecore.com.